are listening to All Bang Up. Who that? Who there? Okay, here we go. We are back with All Banged Up. This is episode six, uh, our second live stream we've done. And we got a great show today. We got Jill Perkins in the booth to my left. Jill, how are we doing today? So good. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Love that. Now, um, I'm going to walk you guys through the show. We are going to be talking about some heater clips from the summer. Not a lot to talk about with everything that's going on in the summer. Not a lot of snowboarding. Uh, we're going to be talking BNN, Buds' News Network, the hard-hitting topics. We are going to be getting into answering some voicemails from some listeners. And we got to check in with Sean Fitzsimons. So it should be a good one. But first things first, let's start off with some heater clips. I think we should talk about uh, Chad Otterstrom personally. I think he kind of won summer with his midlife crisis edit. <laughs> he was in there chucking McTwist, switch McTwist, backside sevens in the pipe, frontside alley-oops, all kinds of heater sets. We got clips going or what? Your yep. midlife crisis edit, huh? You know, I was impressed by Chad. I saw Chad hiking the pipe every day. Were you there when Chad was oh, there? Oh, yeah. He was, you know, we were dodging his little 360-degree GoPro camera that he was oh, he stabbing into planted? the deck. Oh, yeah. He was. Seeing him out there with Blaze Rosenthal, too. That was a couple of OGs. Um, also, another thing I think we should talk about is halfpipe. Like, competitive halfpipe snowboarders, uh, riding halfpipe and having fun is a blast. Like, here we have, uh, you know, Scotty James doing backside alley-oops, and he was just poking. Like, it looks like a switch method yeah, in his looks, apex. That's insane. You think that'd be a good photo, buds? That'd be an incredible photo. Right there. There it is. Amazing. Ooh. What about, let's go to that Chase Josie double heinous chuck. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with what a heinous chuck is, a Michael chuck is kind of a back a wild cat on the backside wall. A heinous chuck, invented by Nate Farrell, is like a wild cat on a frontside wall. So it's a double heinous chuck, 1080, uh, by Chase Josie. I don't think that's yeah, been done. That doesn't look heinous either, does it's it? It's not heinous. Yeah, <laughs> not I don't know why they called it that. What do you think about that thing? No, that thing Jill? looks good. You know, I'm more imp I didn't know Nate Farrell created that trick. Yeah. Daddy Nate. Didn't know. If I had an air horn, I'd give him one right now. We, unfortunately, with the live, do not have air horn capabilities. So um, We also got – I love Taylor Gold did a frontside alley-oop no-grab that you see these guys doing crazy half-pipe runs, but then in the summer, they're just kind of keeping it chill, keeping it stee. But it looks – you know, I think it looks better. Yeah, it looks better. It's chill and stee. It's unfortunate that the frontside alley-oop no-grab wouldn't score high. That's the that's yeah. the problem with competition these days. And then we got uh, Gabe Ferg. I don't think it was in the summer, but it was a great clip. Did that double alley-oop Michael Chuck. Did you guys see that thing? Gabe Ferg looks freaking good out there when he's on a oh, snowboard, yeah. whether it's half pipe, backcountry, doesn't matter. But it's good. You kind of forget that Gabe Ferg can still do that. I don't know if we have the clip. We're, we're having technical difficulties. It's normal. Uh, another one we got to talk about is Lucas Foster did the double alley-oop McTwist Japan. This thing was psychotic. Oh did you see wow. this, buds? I did not see that. Dude, that's incredible. 
Oof. We're getting a real-time E-Stone reaction. That is, dude, that's insane right there. He <laughs> tweaks that thing. Full tweak. A couple honorable mentions that we'll get into. We got Arthur Longo was beating down the pipe. Reed did a frontside nine, and uh, I thought that was impressive. Uh, Baden was shredding. What did you think about the? What do you think about Reed's front nine? Front nine, Joe. Oh, I watched it firsthand. It was amazing. Yeah. You know, he's always he's always the guy that's like, "Do I got this? Do I got this?" Like he needs like everyone around to really bring it in, and he did. You just have to tell him that he's got this. Yeah, I'm his number one fan. <laughs> Love that kid. Great kid. Incredible. Let's get into some women's shredding. Uh, first things first. One major standout. A lot of the young bucks, but uh, Grace. Grace Warner was just kind of doing a down bar beat down out there. Beat down. Hands down, beat down. What do you think about these young ladies on the come-up right now, Jill? Grace is probably my favorite currently. I mean, I like her style. She's She knows what she's doing out there. She looks good doing it. Um, I think it's really sick to see a bunch of more girls coming into the space and, like, putting on and showing up and not just, like, existing and really trying to push it as they're going forward. So it's it's awesome. Incredible. I, I thought another young buck was uh, Jalen uh, Jalen Hansen. I don't know why I spaced on her last name. Jalen put together a sick little summer edit, and she was she was riding a bad baby, which yeah, is yeah, like, she, yeah. What do you think about that song choice? Uh, it's funny because I don't know Jalen as well as I know Grace, and I've like gotten to know her like over the past month or so, like being in New York with her and stuff. Um, but she just goes out, puts her headphones in, and just like slays shit. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, like <laughs> let me follow you around. I need to learn how do you do this. Couple rippers, and then uh, Iris Fam. Yeah. Another heater. She was riding to Debrat. Like I'm liking these songs. Yeah, choices. Debrat. De- what you, that's kind of ready your rag for yeah, me. I, I want it. Awesome. It's the do rag that really gets me going. Also, she's my height, maybe even taller. So that's kind of nice. Like have another six foot five girl out there. So yeah, Iris. It's looking chill. Too. Last it's chill. Last clip. She is. She's got that Tylenol PM Steve going. Last clip I want to talk about is the Savannah Shinsky. Uh, she dropped a backtail two seventy. Pull up Savannah's clip. That thing's a straight heat yep. maker. I would yep. just say, like, from Lethal. a body mechanics and, like, perfection, that is just beautiful. Beautiful-looking trick. Yeah. Buds? You know, it's really – also, in the middle, it's so hard. Like, not on a certain foot. Yep. I, we could watch that a couple more times. That's like take the no- <laughs> take the notebook out and, and figure, figure some things out with that because that's a straight-up heater. Um, now I have a question. Do you call it a backtail 270 or do you call it a backtail same way? What's your what's your go to? Uh, I feel like it comes out of my mouth as backtail same way. Really? But I'm not like judging you if you're calling it a back two sa- or two seventy. Is that a, like a lot more words. thing? Well, the th- you got to watch out for people like Todd Richards. He's like mm. the trick police. Wee yeah. trick police coming at you. There's a reason Todd's not here. <laughs> <laughs> but all love you, Todd. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's it for our beginning. You know, there's a lot of notable clips that we had to talk about. You know, Zeb did the tail press front flip. We don't have the clip, but he didn't technically land it. And he was actually kind of angry how much the clip got hyped, he said. Because he didn't, he didn't land it. Yeah, so that's Ooh. he wanted me to say something like that. That's kind of good. Yeah. We were gonna, I tried calling Keep Zeb. Legit. Yeah. He sent me right to voicemail today, so we don't have uh, any official Ooh. words. But um, I think it might be that time for the show right now. And uh, this is a fan favorite. And we're going to get into the news network, the hard-hitting topics, none other than BNN. Seth, we got that thing queued up. Welcome to BNN, Bugs' News Network. 
Let's go. All right. Welcome to BNN, <laughs> Buds's News Network. Now, as everybody knows, BNN is going to take you off snowboarding for a minute. So uh, just bear bear with me on this. Our first story is about FN Mecca. What's cool about this dude is uh, he hails from SLC, which is kind of rad. Oh, look, dog. But he's not actually a dude. He's AI, artificial intelligence. And he is the first AI rapper to actually uh, get some steam behind him. And I didn't know this. I don't know if you knew this, Chris, but AI rapper is kind of not a new thing. It's been going on for a little bit. And he's kind of like a combo of Takashi 69 Little Pump, Trippy Red. And uh, he's all his lyrics are actually created by artificial intelligence. But uh, this guy, Kyle the Hooligan, actually sings the song because they're not to the point where you can actually sing ai but it's all generated what's crazy about this dude is capital records actually signed him he's got deals ai Gave deals contract full contract okay connie he's signing connie's the voice kyle the hooligan can't get a contract but this ai dude can get a contract which is kind of nuts look at this dude i mean he's got this whole image there it's on his profile it says from salt lake city and uh so people started sending mad hate mail in and uh at first, kind of Capitol Records didn't care. He just has a sick song out right now with Gunna. So he's actually oh, he's got on real tracks going. Like wow. he's out on tracks. Gunna right now is sitting in prison because the lyrics he put out gave him a Rico case. So more people got upset. This dude can like have himself getting beat up, have all these lyrics, and uh, he doesn't have to get a Rico case. So what we got right now is the first case of like digital blackface. So people went nuts, and uh, Capitol pulled the plug on this dude. But anyway, that's what's up in hip-hop. Uh, what else we got, bud? We got in China, all these people walked outside, and they saw this crazy thing in the air. Whoa. And it's a scarf cloud, like we see on Mount Hood. But uh, due to what people are saying, the Mandela effect, all of a sudden new phenomenons are happening. You get this rainbow. And uh, I guess it gets me excited, and I want to show you some of my favorite Mandela effect animals that are creeping around this planet now that I swear never existed. We got a little baby dragon. This thing's actually real. It's not a dragon. It's just hey, a, a make little Make sure you bug. talk directly into the mic, buds. Yeah, keep gotcha. Talking. So this thing's actually real and uh, exists. And we also have, what do we got next? This uh, bird is actually six feet tall and uh, is a real thing that I swear never existed when I was young. But now since they're smashing atoms together, these things are actually real in the planet. We got... Uh, a rainbow squirrel. Wow. Okay. This is a real thing. Apparently, it's been creeping the planet forever. I never saw this when I was in high school or looking at textbooks or whatever. What do we got next? The uh, penis snake. You're going to tell me I would have never seen this? You that's actually that's what a real it's called. Snake. That's, that's a, a real snake. That's a real snake. And it's actually named the penis snake. And uh, I swear we would have heard of this thing if they actually exi- if, if they existed when I was young, like looking at books. But that is a real thing that exists now, thanks to the Mandela effect. This is a six-foot bat that is actually real. No joke. That, uh, if I saw that, I would, I mean, I would trip, right? I would sh- I'd probably poop my pants and run. And uh, I think that's it for the, uh, for the uh, Mandela effect. Um, one of our you- listeners had a rough night drinking the pub beer, and then he was seen, after drinking 48, passed out on top of a car, wearing nothing but his socks and his underwear. That's a good, looks like a good night of partying yeah. right there. Drink wow. one or drink 38, and yeah. I guess that's what could happen. The uh, next and last story is I want to talk about Snoop Doggy Dog. What a career this guy has had. This guy can't lose. We've seen him since he's been making music back in his career. We've seen him in movies. 
Now he's got a new thing out, Snoop Loops. Just another endeavor for our homie to make some money. The uh, next thing he's got going is you can actually play him as a character in uh, Call of Duty. That's dope. Snoop Dogg, hats off to you, man. What a legend you are. And Straight that's up it for on. BNN. Nice work, nice buds. buds. That was a solid BNN. Yeah. Nice, nice work. Well, that's incredible. We're going to get into uh, a little interview with Jill. We're going to put her in the hot seat here. Just to let you know, we're also going to be doing a short interview with Sean Fitzsimons over the phone, and we're going to be answering some of your guys' voicemails. Uh, we still got a bunch of fun stuff to talk about. But Jill Perkins is brought to you by our friends over at Sunbum. Fergie! I rock the Sunbum uh, mineral stick. It's SPF 50. I smear it all over my face. And... Uh, in the winter, you can also get sunburn. So make sure you pick up some sunbum. I think there's a promo code. I could be wrong about that. There is um, for 20 off. Yeah, bomb hole at checkout, sunbum, if you don't have it at your local shop. And with that being said, let's get into the Jill interview here. Let's start off with what's new. Jill, what have you been up to? Well, I just got back from New York. That was amazing. I swear one more day I would have just moved there. Um, got you know something to be said about going to New York City with 30 snowboarders and being stuck in a mall. For three days and then going to the city so we had a good time uh, i just got back trying to get back to my routine and whatnot what, what's going on with your back this past you know it's finally better now but this past winter january i fractured my sacrum and it kind of put me out for a bit well like six seven months actually a bit which was super hard and but it also was i think the appropriate break that i needed to kind of like focus on the things that i probably have been putting off for years um, so that's been a hurdle for sure, but what's a sacrum for the uh, layman's like myself? The sacrum is, it is the, okay. So your spine attaches to your sacrum. Then your spa sacrum is like, what is like the butterfly of your like pelvis basically on your back. So it's like where your like hip sockets go into. Um, so it looks like the heart, like on an x-ray, ah, it's like the gotcha. butterfly bone on your, on like your, Painful, your butt, I basically. Bet, huh? So it, basically your coccyx, like your tailbone comes off your sacrum. Yeah. It's, it sucked. It was yeah. It was the worst pain I've ever been and, and probably screamed the craziest I've ever screamed. Like a baby. Yeah, like Harry, I don't even think, watched the clip. I think it was like so too fucked. No one really wanted to watch it. And that but, was filmed, for, oh, keep going, sorry. No, that was, yeah, I was filming for Vans. We were out in Ohio, I want to say. And it ha I had like a vendetta, basically, which, you know, I should have learned my lesson to never snowboard off of, you know spite or like wanting to like you know I, I tried to do a trick on one rail and then it didn't work out and then uh i saw a similar rail in ohio and i was like let's go and then <laughs> just took me out but full on spite boarding it was it was like i everything wrong with every nothing made sense about the spot but i was like i got this kind of thing so i was just like just get it in the bag and i should have you know listened to myself a little bit more maybe be like hey that was like poor judgment you're like i'm gonna get this whatever. or i'm gonna Go yeah whatever. also I, honestly i was like mad nervous because it I, like it was like the first vans project that i was like filming for essentially um so i think like i had the pressure of like coming off of last if i'm being real like pressure of coming off last year i felt like i needed to kind of like do it and uh now i know that i can do it but i can do it in my own way <laughs> yeah well vans yeah. is is uh definitely elite now i want i was wondering since the last time we did a podcast what uh, you weren't on Vans when you came to the show, mm -hmm. right? Or did you get signed right around? No, I then? think I you was. Just got signed? I think I had just gotten okay. signed. I know I was not doing Adidas stuff anymore. Yep. So how how's it been getting on Vans and being with the team and all that stuff? It's been so fun. It's it's like it's, I've known so many of those people for so long, so I get to just like hang out with my friends and like get to go on really cool trips and. 
there's been a couple times like Steve Van Dorn has like come around and it's just like the family vibe is so cool and I feel so lucky to be a part of something as big and like filled with as much love it love as it has I think it's like I very fortunate and like happy to be there Awesome. Sure. Well, speaking of Vans, we happen to have a uh, guest question. We had a voicemail from uh, none other than Holden Barth, who I believe oh, runs the uh, the IG over at Vans, right? And yeah, he you got, yeah, he does. But yeah, play that. We're going to play it through the speakers and uh, see how it goes. Hey, Chris, Eastone, Jill, it's Holden. Um, I guess I get to say long-time listener, first-time caller. My question for y'all is, what are three essential snowboard films that someone who's getting into snowboarding should be watching? Maybe they're classics. Maybe there's something new coming out online that people need to tune into. But I want to know what your three video picks would be. All right. Later. Who wants to start? You go. It's you. You're the, you. Um, so I got into watching snowboard videos really late, but I would say that like the one that really stuck with me as far as I don't even want to date anybody in this room or whatever but shoot the moon was probably like my first one actually my first one was video gracias which i also recommend watching that was like the first introduction to any snowboard filming that i had seen um i would say that i would say yeah shoot the moon and the dust box movies are great (laughs) love it good inspo uh, if I'm going to go off the top of the head, I'm probably going to say After Bang, I think, is one of the greatest True. cinematic masterpieces. I'm going to say Grenade. Um, probably the first one, Full Metal Edges, just had a great energy about it. And if I'm going to throw one more out there, whew, I'd say Landline. Landline's True. kind of the new gen hitter. Buds, you got yeah. a couple you want to throw in there? You know, I would more just say just watch Mac Dog movies, watch all the Tech Nine movies. Watch the uh, Videograss movies and the uh, movies like Lame. That's a good start for you. You do that, you're going to be well-versed mm. with Solid. a lot of different styles. You Let's know? run through a couple uh, – run through some, some questions from, from the voicemails for Jill. What do we got? Jules. Jules is running it. What's up? I want to know how the carpet, board it is. carpet boarding is going. Listen to it in podcast recently. wanted to know if it was still going hard. Thank you. The carpet board is going hard in my rafters. <laughs> not that thing has not been touched. <laughs> hard in the rafters. Hard in the rafters. But uh, you know, I've, I've been considering it. I probably should whoop that thing out. You know. Yeah, it's almost a season. You should get it on. It is that. almost. I know. <laughs> I got to start training. I know. I got. I got thin floors. Stomp around. I might fall through. I don't know. Scary. I'd like to see a YouTube tutorial channel. Love everything you guys are doing over there. And I got a quick one, real quick. Any part of the mountain, favorite feature, and why? Thanks. That's a great question. Any mountain? Ooh, I don't know. Side hits, for sure. Um, I kind of, yeah, side hits. And powder's really fun. And the park, you know, parks are sketchy. The, like, when you're swimming in a park, it's, like, not safe. There's, like, nails sticking out of shit. And it's, like, you know, you know you're not the one setting it up, so it gets a little gnarly. So side hits and not park? Yeah. I've changed, Chris. She said, she said <laughs> side changed. hits, powder, and not park. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I like that's a curveball. She, she's evolving. <laughs> yeah. I, know. I, I am evolving. It. I respect it. Yeah. I, call me old-fashioned. Give me a slushy park day. You're going that's slushy true. park? Slushy park day is fun, but... Yeah. I think just any slush day is just a great day out there. Yeah. What about Bud's, Bud's ripping mini pipe or Ooh. carving? What are we talking, Bud's? Would I rather carve or hit a mini pipe? Yeah. Uh, mini pipe all day. 
I mean, I carbon is what you do when there's nothing else to do, right? <laughs> well said. Couldn't agree <laughs> I, more. I don't want to insult any carvers out Let, there. But. Let's hit another one. What else, let's take another call. <laughs> What up, Joe? This is Tyler up in IF. Uh, I just broke my skateboard, but I still want to make it to the skate park and ride. My choices are a scooter, a pair of old rollerblades, or just freestyle walking. What should I do? Please help. Mm, Tyler, what's up? Um, I recently slapped on a pair of blades, and I had a great time. So I kind of advised the blades. Kind of fun. <laughs> Straight up, I got a take on this. Like, I got a hell of respect for the blades. They're because, insane. Because they, they respect the craft. They're OGs. Yeah, always. I mean, sure, they, they throw a lot of wax on stuff. Whatever, you know? But, like, take a scooter kid. There, there, there is no etiquette that is involved. Like, you know, you got a kid. They scooter. That's fine. But, like, when it comes to the, the like, ecosystem of a skate park, it... It, the scooters just throw it for a loop yeah you and know? you the, and when you're on a scooter you don't ever have like a stopping point like a falling you just because your foot's always down like on a skateboard you fall off you fall off on blades you fall on your butt or you fall you, you're done you know how to get out and i feel like the scooter kids like they're just kind of menaces but also like i will say i've seen some like serious scooter kids that are so good and like respect them but also those are the kids that understand how to like finesse around a skate park as well so I saw a scooter kid try to, uh, I think, maybe backflip El Toro or jump it, and it exploded. I could be wrong about That's that. That's terrible. I'd love to see a parkour dude out there running <laughs> around, personally. <laughs> Part with the soaps, though. You need the soaps. Oh, the soap, You need parkour, the clunky soaps. Freestyle walking. Did you ever have a pair awesome. of soaps, bud? No, nah, I never. Never yeah. went soap on them. I definitely did. You, you had did? soaps? Oh, yeah. I asked for Heelys. <laughs> yeah, what about the Heelys? I had Heelys. I got Heelys. For, well, I remember when I was a kid, I was like, I really want Heelys. I like made my parents bring me to Dick's Sporting Goods like multiple times to go tr just try them on. They're like, oh, maybe Santa will bring them or whatever. And by the third time of me just trying them on, I knew what the box felt like. So I remember like my brother and I would never sleep on Christmas and then we like sneak downstairs. And I remember like just like going down there with like laser beam eyes and like seeing this box and like all they did was like feel the box. And I was like, they're Heelys. And I just like went up and went back to bed. I was like, that's all I needed. But and they I were was soap ripping. Shoes? I would do like no, they were heels. No, they were heels, but they had Sick. soaps on the bottom, so I'd grind. Oh, it was a combo. I was like, yeah, I had like ten eighty ramps. I would do like cartwheels over the ten eighty like uh, tabletop in my heels right away. Any footy? No, what get? I was wondering. I wish. <laughs> is, I wish. How would you say that the heels shaped your snowboard career? Yeah. I think it's the reason I snowboard. It's the reason. Yeah. It's the reason you pursued this career. The, yeah, <laughs> give us some pros of like the uh, skill set with the heels of how it how it helped. Um. Um, it kind of helped like running away. <laughs> so like when, now that when I have to, like run away from a spot or something, like I was running away from yard duties on my Heelys as, yeah. like, as a kid all the time. They hated them. They would take away the wheel. Oh, they would. They yeah, would my, take mom the, be, my mom would have to go the pick them up. Out. Yeah, it was in that. Pop yeah. the wheel out. Wow. Woo. Love that. that. Nice. Yeah. Well, let's get into uh, some hard hitting stuff I wanted to talk about because you are a uh, two time writer of the year back to back, right? I believe it gets confusing because now there's two magazines. So. Yeah, yes. yes, I yes I am, but I. I it was uh, different years or the same year. Uh, same lat not this current year. I won for one magazine, and last year I won for both. We're gonna oh. call two back to back right of the year. Back to back. Let's just call it that. And uh, so that's the highest crowning achievement that I think you can get in snowboarding, in my opinion. Um, now, how does it feel? How does it feel uh, at the top at the top of the the castle right now? Um. Honestly, looking down on all us heathens. No, that's that is not true. If anything, it like applies more pressure. I feel like, and that's maybe something that I can work on myself. But I feel like it feels really dope and good in the moment, and then it you know comes and goes, and you're on, on to the next thing. 
you know, working on the next. And I feel like, don't get me wrong, it feels amazing to see, like, your hard work pay off. And to, it's honestly surprising. Like, a lot of times I'm like, ah, there's no way. And then it comes out and I'm like, oh, okay, like, I guess I, I, guess I can do this. Like, I got this. But I don't know. It's, uh, it's an interesting one because I feel like once you, you, ha- you, you fixate on this goal that you have for yourself or for whoever for so long and then you finally achieve it and then you're kind of left with a medal and nothing or so to speak, trophy and nothing. And, and it gets confused. I would say it leaves me with confusion. Yeah. I think that's an interesting thing to talk about because you have, I think, what a lot of people want, which is anybody that's aspiring to be a pro snowboarder, a lot of them, maybe the end goal is to be the best in their field. And you've achieved that. That's that's what that award is, in my opinion. And, um, you know, I, I just think it's, it's interesting with people that have walked there and you get there and like, what's it like there versus, you know, the, the come up. And I think it's also interesting, like, is you you talked about being really goal oriented and it's like you have all these goals well what happens when you achieve them does it feel as good as you'd hoped that's what i'm kind of asking it feels amazing like in the moment it, it's like wow like it does feel good but i feel like i feel like what i went through i mean i know you said video part or yeah video part, writer of the year is like your thing and i've always i've you know that was where i was and then i was like oh, i just want to get a cover like the, like the next thing i have is like i want to get a cover i want to get a cover and then and I got the cover and I was like, I couldn't help. And this might have been like where I was mentally in time, but I couldn't help but be like, you know what? I just wish I had somebody to celebrate it with because the, this is such an individual, like at the end of it, like you, you want to help the people around you and be there for the ones around you. But at the end of the day, like when you win that, it's like you had all these people around you and that you created something like you help them, they help you. It's this thing. But like when you're awarded this thing, like I think when the biggest thing that I was chasing after I accomplished, I was like, fuck. This is, I wish I could like, I mean, I had my friends celebrate it with, but I think I wanted to be in love and celebrate it. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. No, straight up. That, that's a uh, very, I respect you for coming in here and saying that honest answer. That's yeah. awesome. I think that's really cool to to share. I always think about the saying, like, what's the point in having money if you got nobody to share it with? You well, know? exactly. But I, it was so, also a beautiful thing because I also learned like through that experience that it's like, that's where my headspace was and that's not where I, I want it to be. So like, like now, now I realize that it's like, like I want to accomplish these things for myself. I'm not necessarily trying to accomplish them for other people. So like, it, like, I don't know, like, like I think it is a, bl- it was a blessing to, for me to experience that because I really realized that like I'm doing this, I, I want to work hard for myself and I want to work hard for the people around me and share everything that I can. But at the end of the day, like, what good is accomplishing something if you can't just sit and be proud of yourself? Because that's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Well, not to go Dr. Phil, but you're almost doing it again. Because what's to say once you're in love and you share it with them, what's that next goal going to be? Oh, they never stop coming. Yeah, and that's, they're going to just keep coming yeah, and yeah. coming. And that's like a, that's the craziest thing. It, you know, goals are set to accomplish. And then you accomplish them. And then what's next? And, you know, you can come up with new goals or you you, you have time to, like, really embrace the goals that you've accomplished or whatnot. But... It is, um, it is a little, it, it, in snowboarding, it's a little scary because it's, the security is like sketchy. Very <laughs> like, sketchy. It's, it's kind of sketchy. No matter yeah, what. like you, you just know. And I feel like the older I get and the more things that I've checked off that I've always dreamed of doing within my time snowboarding, like I feel a little bit closer to that point of, is this almost done? And I don't feel like physically, like I don't actually feel that way, but I would be lying to you if I didn't say it was like in my head a little bit. 
So well, you're actually smart for yeah, thinking smart. that because it's it's easy to think when it's good, it's never going to end. But I'm I'm curious because off air we were talking about how early in in the days you were basically saying. I wanted to be the physically strongest or the physically the best at what I do. And now you mentioned you've been shifting a little bit more towards mental. Do you want to elaborate on that at all? Yeah. Um, I think you, I mean, you said it. So like years past, like I definitely was focusing on like pushing myself to like learn these new tricks and, and not to say that I'm not, and I don't want to do that anymore, but I was like beating myself up about like, I'm going to go hike this shit for so long till I learn this and I have it on lock or like, I'm going to go do this until I can accomplish it or like do these things and it was all like physical goals as far as like learning a trick or winning an award or something like that and it really put it into perspective when I fractured my sacrum that I was like I don't know like a lot of it like I injured my sacrum and like not to get all like woo woo-y on you all or whatever but like I don't know or like chakra shit and stuff and like I didn't really pay attention to any of this for a while and then I hurt my sacrum and I went and saw a lady and she was like yo by the way like your sacrum is like your root chakra which acts as like your protector and you've severely injured this and you have like so much fluid in there that it's like blocking like neurons to your brain essentially like there's like put up a guard on like what is safe for you to do and a lot she mentioned that like people who have been like sexually assaulted or give birth like endure this type of like mental block because of the trauma that's to the area and because it was like uh, near my root chakra or whatever so like and I felt that like I know for a fact like I was I was like calling like the I was I called like John Stark and I called Pat and Stan and I was like hey like I think I'm done and I want to like create this new world where I like go around and like make it more accessible for people to snowboard in like the cities and stuff which I still you know I think collectively as a lot of snowboarders we all kind of want to make it more accessible for people but I hit a mental block in my like injury time recovery where I was like what good like for the past six years I've been doing this so people like can tell me that you're how sick you are every November just so you could do it again you know and I just like like it dawned on me where I was like is that fulfilling to me like is that is that the praise that I want to receive like what does that do for me and I just it it lost its texture to, you know, like, I don't know. I think, yes, being, you know, getting compliments is really nice and that feels really good. But at what, at what point is it like, it, it just loses its weight after a while when you're just kind of like, oh, I'm now like broke off. Like, I can't do this. Like, I, am I really making a difference? Like at the end of the day, that's what I hope to do. So it got, con- it, it got really confusing. Solid. Yeah, solid. I don't know if that answered your question. No, it does. Right? It does. It. No, I respect. I respect it. And uh, yeah, I love hearing that. And we're gonna kind of change gears real quick and get into some uh, dumb questions instead of some good ones. <laughs> get all serious. So, yeah, we're sweating in here now. We have to make it light. <laughs> we, yeah. Would you rather? We can open the door and get AC. It's like you know, a freaking uh, Kenny Rogers chicken it roasters is. choice in here. It turns into a roast house. <laughs> in so, would you rather be smart or good looking? Hmm. I think smart because I feel like if you're smart enough, you can figure out a way to put yourself together. <laughs> That's actually a very good answer. But right you know, there. it's confusing now because now people are just getting paid to be hot on the internet. Not that they'd never, you know, before they were getting hot to be on magazines and shit, but like, I'm like, like it breaks my heart, but whatever. Do you? Yeah. Interesting perspectives. Uh, okay. <laughs> ne- next one. I was going to chime in, but I actually yeah. don't want to. Well, no, I'm going to actually say this because I don't on. think, whatever. So no, uh, it's interesting thinking about that. Like, like my, my, uh, girlfriend Leah, sh- she has totally different experiences at the same place that I go to. Like yeah. I'll go to a mechanic and I'll be like, 
<laughs> that sucked. That experience was not fun. Like that guy was a dick or whatever. And the it's guy like, fixes really? her, like her she her gave me fifty percent off, <laughs> and, and I had this great experience. I'm like shit. Well, I'm like all right. Well, so I don't know. There's that too to think about. But, I, um, yeah, for sure. I mean, you could really. I could sit here and say I'd rather be hot than smart, but at the same time, I'm like, I think maybe maybe if I was. Maybe if that's what I wanted, I'd be so stupid that I wouldn't even be phased by how stupid I was, and like I just embraced the hotness. There you go. The hotness Solid. is gonna <laughs> gonna wear off as you age, though. So yeah. wow, that's a good smart, point. Smart might brains be grow, baby. Well, there is all kinds of you know you can do all kinds of like plastic surgery and <laughs> True. injections. Like, if you were smart and, enough, you could make you, yourself. You see, hot. really rich people, they like they seem to never age. I don't that know is what true. they're doing. I have noticed that. I don't the rich know what they're doing. Aging. Well, they just look scary. The one percenters. <laughs> They get There's their skin glued back up. All right, we're getting into the weeds with that. Um, next one is golf a sport? Um, okay, so I've just. Uh, I'm gonna say it's a fun activity to do. No, fuck it. Golf's not a sport. <laughs> What's the definition of a sport? I guess couldn't tell you. Do you break a sweat golfing? I mean, you could. I think golfing is a, is a very respectable sport, personally. I think it's a Jules, re- what's I the definition of I golf? Mean, Will you Google yeah, that? Google and, it. Curling is a sport. Or, or, right? No, curling, de- definition curling, of a sport. I'd Sorry. Sweat definition curling, of a sport. For sure. You would no, sweat? okay. I'm just, I'm just talking shit, honestly. That's why I said that, because I think it's funny, because of the. Um, uh, there's like a in, there's an increase in golf. I don't know if it's just in the snowboard industry or like I, I would, I'd like to check the golf numbers actually because I feel like everybody it's a big sport. COVID is is, COVID now. is shot up because yeah. everybody went outside. Yeah. Turn turn the her mic on and turn talk directly into that mic. Let's get she could talk over. Jules, you want to get over here? <laughs> <laughs> on dictionary.com it says an athletic activity requiring skill or physical prowess and often of a competitive nature as racing, baseball, tennis, golf. Woo. And other ones. Golf's right in the definition. Right in the definition. I just wanted to like spark some, spark something. You well, know? That, that solves that. Okay. Ne- <laughs> but what's <laughs> funny is to golf, though, you don't have to be super athletic. So it's kind of a weird you definition there. Really but there the, comp- the competitive nature is there. I would, I mean, like, it doesn't have to be there. Some people are, I'm sure people golf to not be competitive. And you know what? I, I will say something I do like about golf. It's a competitive, you can be competitive against your friends, but it's you can also just like, you can go, like I, when I go golfing again, oh, I've only gone three times, but I like it cause it's like, you, like I'm so new to it so I can like see my progress and that I like. So I guess if you want to, guess as if it's sport, I You can be like 102 corrected. and go golfing. So it's crazy about the athletic. Surfing and golfing. Yeah, it's wild. Great one. Okay. Next one. Um, is our phone making us dumb? Oh uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's um I don't know the right word for it because maybe I've been staring at my phone too long, but uh, I think it's cool because the phones, you know, we have everything like at our fingertips. So if we want to Google the definition of a sport, we could just do that right now. And now we all know the definition of a sport, which you know makes us a little bit smarter. But screen time and like spending time, I think there's things on your phone that make you stupid, for sure. It makes it too easy. Yeah, but it does give you more knowledge. Yeah, but I mean, I would say like. I think if I was handed like a physical map of an area, I could figure it out. I mean, I know I could figure it out. I've, I've, I have, I have done that before, but it. I feel like it makes it. Our phones make it so much easier because we just like type in the address and it's like right there for you. And I feel like because of that, we are not practicing the skill of reading a map in real time. Therefore, we are not gaining anything. Also, fun fact: I heard that if you take the same route home every time, like if you're driving your car or biking or whatever, it, you your chances of Alzheimer's increase. Hmm. Really? Here's yeah. an interesting thing. I did a bunch of like. 
cognitive therapy, mm-hmm. right? So when I hit my head, you have to do all these exercises. And a lot of it is just memory recall. So if you're, you, they would tell a story and you'd read, it would maybe be a two or three paragraph story. Next day, you'd have to go in there and just recite what you heard. Yep. And I go in there and I'd be like, I don't remember a thing. They're like, cool, we're not going anywhere. Figure it out. And you have to pull it out of your brain. And, and so all this information, when you hear a song and you're like, what's the name of that band? Or you hear, yeah. like, what, what's the definition of a sports maybe not an example, but it's something that is in there, you know, a name that video part or memory recall. It's all in our brain and our phone being like, actually, just Google what that is. It actually is making us dumber in that sense, in the sense that, like, we're not pulling our actual knowledge directly out of our brain For cells. Sure. We, have to, we have to call on Google instead of recalling it out of our brain. So I think in that sense, you know, it's, it's an interesting one to... I always think like it, there's a lot of great things. She just Googled the definition of a sport. We did the arguments over, right? That's kind of fun. It but will put your arguments to bed. Yeah, if totally. you want to piss somebody <laughs> off, true. Google the right answer. You can Google trick tricky though and get the answer different ways. You can get oh the my answer gosh, yeah, that's a skill in that's itself. Problem, that's something you yeah. don't learn online. Yeah. 100%. Okay, last question I got um, before we maybe change gears. How many more calls do we have, Jules? Do we have a couple more voicemails? Okay, let's rip through a couple. Before we do that, I got one more feel-good trick. What do you got? Ooh, uh, I have front side air in a mini in a pipe. I think is like with the poke and the air and the gr- it feels good. The poke and the air. Good, and you catch good, it right. Good it answer. Just, I would. Yeah, yeah. Catch that tranny. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what do we got for questions? Is her mic on? What's up, bumhole? This is Johnny calling in from Reno, Nevada. Perky, I recently saw a video of you on Hannah Eddy's Instagram of you rocking out to some Technotronics in the car and wondering what else is on your dance playlist. Thanks. Bye. That is a great question. Also, shout out Hannah. Hannah's amazing. Um, okay, that was, <laughs> that was you know, Hannah brings a lot of energy to the party. You know, you go to a party, what do you bring? She brings the energy, which is great. Uh, we were driving through Starbucks and had wigs on and kind of were like being idiots and it was fun. As far as my current playlist goes, my dance playlist, I don't know, honestly, like we did something last night and we were listening to Meg The Stallion. Um, <laughs> but also I like other things like this will go into our guilty pleasures, but like, you know, Taylor Swift and country music and dumb shit that probably no one else wants to hear about. But I'm dancing. Oh, also I like Doja Cat a lot. Yeah, I like Doja Cat a lot. <laughs> Amazing. A solid answer. What else we got, Jules? Maggie, would you rather go to a monster truck rally or a demolition derby? We got to decide for tomorrow, so hopefully you can uh, help us out with this one. Have a good one. What up, Maggie? Great question. Um, you know, I was. I think I'm going to have to go with demolition derby. I think it would be like you kind of get like a little bit of both, you know? Little demolition and painted car trucks or whatever. Have fun out there. The thing about a demolition derby is anybody can sign up. You can. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you literally just go buy a car and pay a couple hundred bucks. Actually, new plan, Maggie. Maybe you should just enter the demolition derby. Yeah, my stepbrother entered one recently. (laughs) Got second place. Yep, and you just ram into each other, take the mirrors off, check too, and. I I, I gotta say, demolition derby is more fun. Person, I mean, the backflip monster trucks couldn't agree more. What else we got, Jules? What's up, guys? It's Peyton. Um, this live show is really sick. You guys are doing, but I have a would you rather for the one and only Joe Perkins. Are you ready? 
Okay. Would you rather have all songs exist, but they are exclusively performed by Pitbull, or only have one Pitbull song exist, but every artist can perform their own cover or interpretation? Awesome. Love you guys. See you soon. She's always coming up with the... Yeah, like, where does nice she come, come up, up with this with shit? That one, dude, that's heavy. Damn, every song sang by Pitbull or one song in the world that everyone can sing, but it's a Pitbull song? Um, I'm stumped. I might have to go... Oh, I don't even want to say it out loud. I guess my brain is telling me to say... Pitbull gets unlimited songs, um, but my heart is saying one song. I don't know. So I, I want to hear different versions. I'd rather hear other voices than just Mr. Worldwide all the time, I think. I think that's the right answer right there. That's good. <laughs> Solid. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, Worldwide. Good Pitbull wins either way on this one. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. good for him. I went to that's a Pitbull true. concert, dude. This huge following. It's a huge. Com- love, like love completely Pitbull. shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. Um, and then let's hit one more, and then, and then we'll uh, go to commercial break for a hot second. Hey, what's up, Bomb Hollis? Ian from Minneapolis. I just had a quick question for Jill. I was curious, and uh, Grenier, too, but where does your inspiration come when you're thinking about new tricks? How does that process go, and where do you take it? Thanks. See ya. Uh, For me, personally, I think it comes from a lot from skateboarding and also maybe, like, seeing a spot that is similar to something else that somebody did and coming up with, like, a new way to go about it, like doing, you know, getting creative, like making this spot more creative than maybe what meets the eye. I think that's probably like my main two. Amazing. Yeah, I had a different approach when I was filming video parts, but I was like very trick oriented. And I think it all came from daydreaming and watching, being a student of the game, watching snowboarding, watching all the videos, being obsessive, and then maybe seeing a trick and then building on it. And then uh, I always operated with a list of tricks. And then I would... The, the spot would reveal itself when you have your list of tricks is how I always felt is like you start with your list and you daydream about your list and you, Oh man, it would be cool to do a cab 270 and then grab crail and go down the rail. Maybe you practice it on a, on a park rail and then you take it to the streets. And I don't know, that's, that's kind of my process, but yeah, everybody, I, I just, I think I would just steal from people, but try to tweak it a little bit. Uh, but that being said, we got to take a quick break buds and we're going to talk about Volcom here. Yeah. Let's talk some fit, bud. What up, Bomb Hall? I'm Desiree Melanson, and we're going to talk some fit. So first of all, I had the immense pleasure and privilege in designing a custom line with Volcom this last winter. We are talking a dream fit come true. Together, we constructed the Des Fit. It's a new style meant to provide comfort and movement to work in any condition or terrain that winter brings. We designed this line to combat outdated gender and body size stereotypes, intending to appeal to anyone and everyone who enjoys a vintage, boxy, relaxed silhouette. Whether you're male, female, non-binary, tall, short, thin, thick, voluptuous or not, this style was crafted to be comfortable and reliable with tech benefits including Gore-Tex and Zip technology, plus custom art to make it special. For me, the most important things that the jacket features are a removable hood, 
a removable powder skirt, and a dropped armpit with a wide shoulder for extra room. For the pant, it comes with a built-in belt for size diversity and an ankle cinch for height diversity with cargo pockets to hold all your stuff because you know we got a lot of stuff. If you're a guy worried that we didn't design a versatile enough fit for you, make your way over to Mike Rav's Instagram where you can watch him absolutely destroy while wearing the kit all last winter. Thanks again, Mike, for wearing the outfit so much. It was incredible to see and I loved it. Thank you, Volcom, for making my fit dreams come true. We hope that you all love this just as much as we do. The line drops this fall, so if you want what we're selling, hopefully you can find it at your local shop or online. See ya. Thank you. I fit my pants. I did. I fit my pants. All right, we're back in the booth. We got uh, Sean Fitzsimons on speakerphone. Representing Team USA, fresh off the Olympics, and Summer of Simons. Let's talk about Summer of Fit Simons and what's what the hell's going on? You've been possessed by the devil out there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of snow on hood this year, and it was just it was really good. That late spring brought a bunch of snow, and then uh, kind of kicked off with the solstice party up there. Just a bunch of people go up. It's kind of just a celebration, you know, of. Um, I guess the longest day of the year, and yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, so let's talk about the front ten double off the rock that you're talking about the solstice party because I know that um, that was a rebate too, right? Oh my god! Yeah, I went back up for that one like two days after tried it on the solstice day, and then came back not the next day but the day after and got it. But but yeah, that was kind of a crazy one, like that rock jump. The this local Govy homie Pinky Brigade, he like was setting it up, and I was looking at it from the bottom. And I was like, "Oh, there's no way that rock is gonna work," and it just looks so sus from the bottom. So I hiked up there without my board, you know, because you don't want to like hike up with your board because then you have to hit it. So I hiked up Pro without tip. my board, look at it, and I was like, "I mean, it looks like it could work." And then we got a sesh going, and then I kind of like I tried like a front seven off of it and way overdid it. And I was like, yeah, maybe a front ten there. And I just started yinging them. So and, you overcooked yeah. the turkey and just went front ten. Well, I went for, I was trying front seven, overcooked the first try on the front seven, slowed it down, got the front seven, but then I was kind of like the max warbs. So I was kind of like, dude, do you think I could front ten this? And he's like, I don't know, probably. So then I just gave it a rip and it kind of went. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, love it. Love it. How was that? That landing looked a little bit that flat. How are your knees feeling after that? Those things need reconstructive surgery or are we feeling all right? Yeah, dude, I was pretty bodied after that. <laughs> after the one I landed, it was like a lot of impact. Oh, my God. Now, I got a question. The chassis, dude. <laughs> was there a tank top being worn underneath the shirt for this? No. What? I know. I, I even brought a beater up there. Oh, my God. I should have ran it. Now, I've, a lot of people are asking, uh, a lot of the internet chatter, they want to know, what does tarps off mean? Tarps off, that's just going, taking your shirt off and getting rad. <laughs> you know, like once, the tarps, once the tarps comes off, dude, you're kind of on at that point. Yeah, you got to go full tarps off. Now, what what percentage of, uh, would you would you consider the, the front 10 double off of the pole jam? Is that a kind of, would you just, I know you weren't tarps off, but was that like kind of tarps off vibes or? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that was kind of just, that was kind of T-line calling my bluff on that one, dude. And then, 
<laughs> and then I was like, oh, I guess I got to do this now. I got to either like land this or get broke off trying at this point. That was a rebate, and, right? So that was a rebate. Yeah. Sean, did they did they rebuild that for you? Cause didn't they take it out know, at one point? I don't know if it was for me, but it was I mean, for I you. Can give you the story on it was, I was, I was up there, tried it, like smack head super hard. I think I got a concussion for sure. And then I was kind of chilling. I was like, well, I probably shouldn't try it again today. And then I asked Park Crew before I left. I'm like, is this tube gonna be in here next week? Because they always rebuild on Sunday. And they're like, yeah, it's gonna be in. And I'm like word i'll just try to get it next week so then i pull up on monday no tube so then i'm going around to parker and i'm asking like hey can we put this tube back in and they're like no we can't do it there's too much crisscrossing with the jump we're not gonna do it and i asked them like and then every day i went up that week i asked them and then eventually i was just like whatever posted the bail clip on my story and then they fully called my bluff. I was like, put this back up, but like happy and like, maybe don't. And then um, <laughs> they did. And then like, I literally got a, te- a DM from the cat driver Monday. He goes, tubes back up, go get it. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. I guess, we, I guess I got to go back up for that thing. So you dug your own grave on that, that front lip dub Chuck question. Is, is that a never been done? Is that an MBD? I'm not sure. I've never you know, seen it. I can, Maybe Mons has. I don't know. Cause I haven't. I don't think I've seen it. McMo did the uh, the back front blunt backside one. Yeah, which was gnar. I'm claiming. But I don't know. MBD. I don't know if I've seen it. It could be. I have another question. Why, when you get shit faced, does your shirt get so like wet and stretched out and like? <laughs> You know, dude, I, I actually have no idea. That actually happened to me. <laughs> that happened to me recently, dude. Where was I? Oh, I was with Red. We were in Oceanside, and my shirt was at my knees by the other night. You well, we actually have. Uh, we made a full graphic for you. It's uh, tarps <laughs> off. Drake, our photo, our designer, uh, photoshopped your head on a guy with a tank top on. Oh, let's kill it. Let's go. What percentage of uh, of the summer would you say you ran the the tank? The be like the beater. Yeah, the beater. Yeah, I'm just not. Sure, yeah, I'm not sure if it's. Yeah, beater's okay. I think if you just call it by the second half. But. All right, we are back on our live stream here. We uh, crashed. Classic bomb hole, right there. Classic bomb hole. Seen it once. You've seen it a million times. <laughs> um, so we're a junk show. That's what you guys signed up for. Um, okay, next topic. Uh, this is pretty exciting. The Man Boys are Ooh. launching their project with us. It's called Plank. It's starring Chris Rasman. Austin Sweeten, Sean Mickeman, Jody Wojniak, Matt Belzil, Bo Bishop, and they're releasing it on our YouTube channel September 26th, and they happen to send us a couple uh, little leaked clips. First one is just a certified bomb hole by Matt Belzil. This is just, uh, if you look up bomb hole in the definition book, aka the dictionary, that's it. Just giant hot tub. You go in there, you're blowing your knees out. That's if you a land huge in hole. bomb hole. Yeah. What do you think about that, Bud? I think that could be. Uh, I mean, that's a huge air. I'd like to see the the. I'd like to measure that. I'd like to break out the measuring tape after. Yeah. The smoke clears and see what we're looking at there for the hot tub size. I'll tell you what I'm excited for. You can count on Belzil for a clean back rodeo seven indy, every video part and a clean cab nine, maybe a flat back ten. Who knows? I can't wait to see what trick they do off that jump. That thing was huge. Would you hit him with that switch Mickey on that thing, bud? All day, son. Just kidding. And then we got, <laughs> dude, Rasmin is just kind of hacking surfer on the news 
frontside tray bomb, and then he just what pass it coming well, on that down. That was a bit of a what pass. That was it? a what pass. That was like you surfing down in uh, SoCal last yeah, week, buds. Like right here, this is what it looked like. Front dudes. three, what pass. Now you're SoCal, Jill. You you ever surf it up? I try. Yeah, I'm a terrible I'm a terrible swimmer, Chris. Really makes terrible two of swimmer. us. That makes two of us. Well, you know. I'm, I can swim. I can swim a lot better when I have like a flotation device, like a surfboard. But uh, or if some floaties on the arms, you know, maybe? yeah, yeah, maybe some floaties. No, I've I've been trying to surf like the past two years. It's so fun, and I like the fact that I'm really bad. It's like fun to suck at surfing. Only way to go is up, huh? Only way, yeah. yeah. But you catch one wave, and you're like, this shit's rules. Yeah. But um, I just don't like the. I don't like getting like water in my mouth and like my esophagus and feeling like I'm gonna die. Not water, really. not, water in the like east off. Water, some water leaks out of your ears like three yeah, days later. Yeah. Also, wetsuits. Like, like you got to put a wetsuit on. Every, I'm just like, ah. Well, you need to find some warmer water. That's true. No, I I enjoy. Go, I like. I enjoy the act. The act of it. Yeah. Again, we're dropping uh, Man Boys on our YouTube channel September 26th. Just want to do one more plug with those guys. Thank you. Are, for, are we playing a teaser? Oh, no. That was just a couple of Oh, we get a clip. Yeah. No, those are the two clips. Yeah. Perfect. So just keep, keep an eye out for that. Our Canadian fellows up north, uh, always killing it. Uh, so we're going to get into our Mount Rushmore uh, guilty pleasures. So Mount Rushmore, some people are unfamiliar, very popular in a lot of podcasts, but it's uh, you're kind of your top four. It's, it's, you could just call it a top four or founding founding fathers in some. But this week's uh, Mount Rushmore, we're going to do is guilty pleasures. Okay, so, um, you know, basically when you just feel like a piece of shit, things you're not proud of. Uh, we're, we did draw a line in the sand, and you can go real dark here, so we kept it to a certain degree. But I'm going to start it off uh, with my number one, my 1-1 one, one pick, is a TV show called Too Hot to Handle. And uh, the premise is they take a bunch of really attractive people, they uh, put them on uh, in a house, I think it's in Australia, they fill this house with booze, and they have a whole <laughs> bunch of money, and all they have to do to get the money is not hook up. And uh, every week, guess what? Like they <laughs> they hook up. <laughs> they can't help and, and they can't help themselves. <laughs> and like there's guys getting caught. Like he get one guy gets so pent up, he gets caught like jacking off in the shower. That, that counts as hooking up, huh? Yeah, it counts as hooking up. <laughs> and it's like he hooked up with himself. And there's like this Alexa character that's like, you lost fifteen thousand dollars. And like Gary, <laughs> they're like, Damn it, Gary. <laughs> yeah, it's like they have cameras everywhere. So anyway, that's my guilty pleasure. Is every is it a different? I I watched the show during COVID. I think I've never the first heard of season. This show. I don't know if there's another one, but I'd, remind me, is there? <clears throat> do you just lose it all? Like no, or you? No, it's different. It do, down, like he's it's, like, oh, this is worth losing this much money, so I'm just gonna do this because I really need to do this right now. Yeah, I think they, right, st- they start. Yeah, they start with like sixty or grand. I can't remember. I actually came in a little late, and every time they hook up, they lose about ten, fifteen grand. Like a makeout is maybe a little less. Yeah, makeout's mm-hmm. less. Jack, I think the jack off was fifteen grand. I'm almost sure. <laughs> the second the alcohol it's starts expensive. being imbibed, it's like it's going down. Something's right. happening. So and then everybody else is mad at that person, and it's, then they do it. It's yeah. It's, I gotta watch great. this show. It sounds show. awesome. Uh, Buds, what do you got for yours? Uh, I guess we were talking about this early, dude. I'm going to go with DoorDash, man. Well, that's okay. Yeah, Is DoorDash. a different topic? Yeah, no, we'll you want to go, go TV? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, just go DoorDash. Okay. We'll, we'll, that'll be our two. We'll do top four. You. Let's go down the DoorDash wormhole. Uh, I, what's the most you've ever DoorDashed in a day? Oof, I don't, I'm don't. i actually scared to check. You, you got a number? I mean, just the other night, I did a triple DoorDash. Triple threat. Where you do your one dinner, and then you get a second thing, maybe a dessert, and then you get some dog food from Sevy. So it was a triple threat in one 
I find myself almost door dashing daily now, and uh, it's a problem. But man, I love it. That's a relatable one. Yeah. You can get anything, man. You don't have to cook. Anything the comes. Seven Eleven last minute pit stop. Always hitting seven. Jill, you a door dash? Yeah, I do. do I do. I do do door dash a lot. Um, my favorite one. I I you know when I'm Ubering home from a night out on the town or something, I I like to order my Lyft and at this and then I order it, make confirm it, and then I make sure that I'm ordering my Del Taco at the same time so that like. 15 minutes goes by, it's there. I'm not like waiting around. It's at your doorstep. It's already there. It's at my doorstep. It's like, it's ready to go. Hot sauce is in the fridge. Easy. I got to be honest. When I, at my house, you know the last noise that the DoorDash thing makes? The second that noise goes on, my dogs freak out and run to the front door. They know the sound. Because they know like, ah, they freak out and they're at the front door before I get there. Yeah, when it comes to DoorDash, I got one particular uh, one that we go with. It's the, the, the popcorn. It's about $21. They go right to the Megaplex Theater. They pick you up movie theater popcorn. Best popcorn in the world. Uh, it's do I feel like a complete piece of shit? Absolutely. Uh, do we order extra butter? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Does it come hot? Would I recommend it? Absolutely. It comes hot and everything? Just, oh, it comes hot. Just yeah. like you're at the theater? Yeah. you got to go movie theater. I'm probably going to hit that before I head home and see if I can get that to show up at my doorstep. <laughs> This is not a paid there. advertisement for DoorDash either. <laughs> we actually not don't feel great about this. Okay, last. So we're, well, that's two. Let's just do four total. We don't have. I was going to do four each, but let's just do four total. All Keep right. it tight. Uh, let's each one. Let's just do for our third. Maybe we each pick a music. Uh, music. I mean, I can start this one off. It's really easy. Um, I went to a Machine Gun Kelly concert the other day. Was not proud of it. Uh, actually expected it to suck and ended up really liking it. So. Uh, I occasionally drive around in my truck with MGK blasting. Are we talking MGK rap new, or new? New. new. Okay. It's more like, um, like it's more uh, like Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, it's yeah. like Snowboard Rock. Yeah, so kind of that vibe. Um, Buds, do you want to take this one? I mean, I could throw a couple out there. I'm definitely gonna go Bieber. Can't, okay, can't Bieber help Fever. myself. I'm a, I'm a believer. Okay, I, it's whatever. I'm not even embarrassed. Yeah. Also, Lincoln Park. The, wow. <laughs> the combination of the singing and they rap and wow, you put it all together. It's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. Okay, love that, Jill. Damn, Lincoln Park kind of. I, I I um I like to sing Three Doors Down sometimes. I think I can like Ooh, sing like the lead singer yikes. of them sometimes. <laughs> nice. uh, that's what I've been told. Yikes. I don't know. Kind of weird. Um, yeah, like I said, Taylor Swift country music. T Swift I don't care. Is dope. I don't know. Taylor what, Swift is the to gen- me, there's nothing to be. Genius. It's not even guilty. Like t- Taylor Swift is just good. She's talented. But it, right? you, you say you those be, words to you somebody, you say that, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Judgment just really. But then yeah. you put Who the song like on. Swift? If they're in the car, you know they're singing. Yeah, absolutely. You know they're down. I thought we were all in agreement that Taylor Swift's great. She's, she's great. great. Kanye she's... wasn't that stoked on her. Oh, that one true. Year, but whatever. I I think she's great. Oh, okay. Country though, I don't know. to me. Country, so I yeah I, I love country. Oh, music. country hits, dude. Come I on. love country music. That's nothing to be embarrassed. I mean, they about sure either. can tell a story. In that's those, exactly those country that's, songs. I think you know what for me. I'm like a lyric person. Yes. And the country lyrics, I'm just like, oh my god. Simple. Good relationship. <laughs> simple stuff in those country songs. Yeah. <laughs> yep. A lot of love songs. Okay, for number four, um, I don't know. You guys don't. You guys got anything that's coming to the top of mind? Because I got one, but. Number four, let's like like a topic or a, a topic. Uh, guilty pleasure. Uh, guilty pleasure. I'll I'll go ahead and take it. Go on. So uh, for me, I, I this is a guilty pleasure because I don't feel great about it, but I love when my talented friends suck at something. <laughs> so for example, uh, Bodie Merrill, he uh, is incredible at skateboarding. He always beats me in skate. He's incredible at snowboarding. Pretty good snowboarder. 
and he used to suck at golf, and I would beat him. He actually can beat me now. So when no. I when he implodes, it makes me really happy. Or like Beresford, you know, he's like really good at snowboarding. Wheelies. He's really good at wheelies. He's really good at dirt bikes. He's really good at everything. Really Sucks at NHL man. 22. Really? I can destroy him in NHL 22. It brings me so happy, you know? Wow. So that's mine, uh, just destroying my talented friends at things they're not good at. Anybody got anything to add to that? Mm. I like going to karaoke. Mm-hmm. But like, that's like that's like a pleasure. I'm not, not like guilty. You don't need to be that. guilty about that. Not guilty. I wasn't guilty on yeah. that. One Tree Hill. I was a huge One Tree Hill fan. Like would like cry in my room and like mascara all over my pillowcase. That was like that was a guilty pleasure for sure back in the day. Amazing. Well, I think we got a couple more uh, voicemails. Jules, you want to cue those cue those up? Doing the voicemail thing. Yo, what up, bomb hole? This is Max over at Milo. Got a question for you guys and Jill as well. What do you guys think of the recent golf uh, trend here in Salt Lake City? Everyone's loving it. And also wondering if Jill Perkins is going to be at the pro sale this weekend. Thanks, guys. Can't wait to tune in. Later. Back on the golf topic. Back in golf, yeah. You know? It's kind of like fly um, yeah. fishing some years ago. Huh? I honestly, I mean, I know I was like saying it wasn't sport, but I really enjoy going and doing it. It's so fun. So yeah, I, I'm I'm down with I'm down with the new trend, Max. And um, to answer the question, if I'm going to be at Milo Pro Sale on September 3rd at Milo Sport in Utah, I will definitely be there. Chris, Good are you going to be there? I don't know. Uh, no, no comment. I'd like to officially not comment at the moment in this time. I'll leave it open ended. I think Buds is going to be there. All right, perfect. I'll but, be there. But I'd like to chime in on the golf topic a little bit. A couple <laughs> things. I know COVID brought up the the numbers for sure. However. It's also an indication that we're getting older because I think as you get older, golf, you go, people that are old golf. Yeah, but aren't there okay. young people? Yeah, there, there is. Young there. snowboarders are out golfing. Well, here's the thing. With anything that you make fun of, usually when it becomes popular, it's because it's pretty fun, unfortunately. Yeah. And I love making fun of trends like rock climbing. I love making fun of it. Super trendy here in Utah. I'm sure if I did it, uh, I would have to, I would enjoy it and then that would be taken away from me and I'd no longer be able to make fun of it. So I'm going to neglect doing those things so we can keep <laughs> making fun of them on belay you can do things and make fun of them true true that's true yeah good point yeah i actually was was supposed to go golfing yesterday but didn't make it out so you know maybe oh wednesday golf tournament though that should be fun are you playing um you know we we were on a wait list i don't think they're gonna let us in Ooh, it's wait been, list. It's oh, been popping i got wait listed well that popular huh? yeah yeah they're yeah save well, your brain's having it it's save a brain right yeah, we're yeah. actually sponsoring uh, one of the holes. Bomb hole is. We got a team. Me and Buds are on a team with uh, Danny and Drake in the back for Team I Bomb. Golfed in like fifteen years. Yep. I can't wait. Yep, and uh, we're doing longest drive presented by the Bomb Hole and presented by Run Through Wall Smelling Salts. So the concept is you're going to whack a smelling salt and see how far you can drive the ball. Uh, Jill, have you ever smacked one of these before? No. Oh wow! Give, give it a squeeze. What do I do? With you this just squeeze thing? it. Oh, squeeze God. it and sniff it. Squeeze it and sniff. It's not, I just it's pinch not, it. I don't yeah, like crack just it. Just pinch it. Yeah, and it'll it'll turn red. Pinch it. Don't go crazy. Like pinch it. Yeah, let it pop. You got to give it. A, there it is. Now give it a little whiff. Oh my god! She went deep. She just Holy. made a refraction. Now, now you the drive sacred. the golf ball. That's gonna be some hits. Oh! <laughs> strong. Oh Woo! my god! What the? F that was potent. Yeah. Oh my Those god! My like, ear. <laughs> Are you getting the water out? I'm the crying. Ear? I'm getting out my eyeball. I'm Boom. absolutely crying. I think I'm going 2:30 off the tee tomorrow. Easy. Woo! Maybe 2:40. With that, you'll pop That's it no and just problem. go 2:30. Holy 2 shit! 2:30 boomerang snap hook into the woods. Snap hook. Okay. All right. Um, we, we got another voicemail. Jules, what do we got? This one's wholesome. What's up, Bomb Hall? I'm Nick Khan from California. 
I used to live in Tahoe, now I live in Chico. Um, looking to move out to Salt Lake City. I was wondering if you had any advice you can give me about the move. Uh, love the show, love you guys. Uh, shout out Jill, everybody there. Um, yeah. Thank you guys. Awesome. Come on, come on down. It's a place to be. Um, advice on the move. It's. Better start looking for a place. Yeah, better start looking for, yeah, yeah, there, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Shit is, shit is filling up. But um, I think it's a great place to move as far as advice goes. Uh, I don't know if I, I don't know. I feel like it's like a pretty chill place yeah. to go. Like, I, I, like you really basically all you're going to do a great, you're going to, you're going to do great out here and. Buy your season passes early. Yeah. You get discounts. Yeah. Find your people. Yeah. Find your people. Cafe Espresso. I will give you. You know what? I can give you food, Rex. This is what I have to offer you. Mm -hmm. You like coffee? I go to Cafe Espresso for iced coffee. Couldn't say that better myself. Yeah. You like. You like. uh, You like um, Vietnamese food? You go to Lil Saigon. Mm. Bomb. There's pho. There. You got your bombies. Anything is really good there. Um, Let's see. Uh, Alberto's for Mexican food. They're closed on Sundays, but bomb. You like Delicious. Yeah. You want cheesesteak? Go to Moochies. 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 Bomb. You want healthy? We got Vessel. Yeah, actually, yeah, Vessel Vessel, Vessel today. You know, you might have to refinance the the fucking house for a a salad, but, you know, it's a... Damn. Yeah, that's it. Do you guys have any advice for him? Uh, I feel like a good thing is like finding your people moving here. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's it's always hard to be new to a town and and finding friends. And I think that like going to premieres and going mm-hmm. to things yeah. and going to Milo and just going to the skate park and just like hanging around. You yeah, you'll find community. your people. Yeah, being part of the community probably helps. I yeah. think there's something to that. Yeah, say what up. I feel like um you know I moved here eight years ago now almost, and everyone even more so now they're like so friendly and accepting and like you kind of just. Don't be shy. Yeah, don't be shy and get in where you fit in, which is like I would imagine that you've probably snowboard or skateboard or if you fall a bomb hole in snowboarding. So it's, it's a beautiful place for that. Amazing. Are we done with questions, Jules, or we got any others? Jules, you got any advice for newcomers? I, I thought what I was going to say. Just uh, go to things and talk to people. Everyone here is pretty nice. And there's a lot of young people, so there's a lot of stuff going on. And people are pretty welcoming, I would say. I just moved here two years ago, and I have a ton of friends. So Jules is stuff. thriving. Thriving right now. <laughs> you can check She's a lot of the, a lot of the homies are at twilight at about 12.30 a.m. <laughs> on a Saturday. Should, yeah, we should have done Twilight in there. You can meet some people. I, there. I fucking twilight. hate that place. <laughs> Don't go to Twilight. <laughs> Unless you want to find yourself in a weird place at four in the morning. Okay. Um, lastly, I think, um, was that it, Jules, for the, the voicemails? Yeah. Okay. Um, that worked. Yeah. I guess nice. we, last, we could do your fire and then on a negative note. Yeah, let's, let's, I'm down. Let's talk, let's talk shit. What, let's talk about, let's get into your fire. What do you got? What do you got? What's, what's on your mind? Let's end this, blow some steam off at the mm. end here. I think, like, the one of the biggest ones for me is, like, I hate when people... Well, one, like, it goes... When people are on their phone in the sense of, like, you're walking towards them. It's, like, a narrow pathway. They're on their phone. They're not even paying attention. And, like, at that point, I just walk into... The, like, I'm, like, I'm not going to step into the dirt to watch out for you mm-hmm. on your phone. Kind of just pay attention. Um, that, and I think it's really stupid to, like, cross a street. Like, even in the crosswalk on your phone, I see people doing that shit all the time. Mm. And I'm, like, you're going to die. So, phone making us dumber. Another one. Yep. Like that. Okay, what mm. else? 
Um, I hate colored hair ties. I don't know. Scrunchies are cool, but, like, I don't know why. I've just always kind of hated them. Mm -hmm. um, a little bit more accepting to them now. Um, let's see. I hate when people leave their blinkers on driving. I hate that. A lot of them come down to driving, I'd say, for sure. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They leave that like blinker that. on. You don't know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. And uh, also, um, people like chew really loud. A pretty common one as well, but... Yeah, but what also about, sometimes people just do that. What about a big old bag of chips like right in your ear, just chomping on some chips? <laughs> if they're gonna out. share them, it's fine. But I'll tell you who. He, I'll tell you who's a loud chewer. My dog Phil. It's unbelievable <laughs> how loud <laughs> my dog is. He's, too. He just chomps it down. Yeah. I got. I'd like to weigh in on the car driving thing here a little bit. Uh, one thing that really grinds my gears here is uh, you pull up at a stoplight, you're behind somebody, the light turns green, you know they're just staring at their phone. Yeah. And it's and and it's it's green for like five seconds. You you give them a little, obviously. Hey, buddy, wake up. You give them a honk, and then they look at you like you're the asshole. It's oh, like, yeah. dude, you're, you're on, just you're just jerk. if you're at the front and you're in control line, just just like wait, be ready for the be aware of the green light. Get yeah. off your phone for thirty seconds. You want to know what another one is when you are in line somewhere and the person in front of you has like eighty things, and this could go both ways. Like you you they're checking out with eighty things, and you have one thing you're trying to get. Like, let them go let, let, if you have 80 things you're checking out and someone behind you has one thing let them go before you because mm. i hate being on the other end of that where i'm just like i'm just trying to get this so true and get out this it's is so a good uh, lesson in uh self-awareness yeah. self-awareness yeah, i think this, a lot of, of self-awareness self self yeah okay i what, got a, a new one that got? i just learned about i'm moving as you know i just had an estate sale um i would say 40 people came to my house they want everyone just great nice people this one couple in estate sale you get to walk around people's house they went upstairs. They must have been up there 45 minutes. And I found out they were laying in one of the beds. They moved a bunch of furniture, went through, like, drawers and opened blinds. And then just came and left, didn't buy anything. And we go upstairs. The bed's, like, moved. Like, who are these people going through your stuff? I wonder so, what they did. Yeah. I was thinking, like, dude, why is this thing moved, like, five feet? Like, pretty weird stuff. That is weird. Is there intercourse happening? Is That's where my, my mind goes. Because they were in the goes. bed, like the pillows and the blankets were all messed up and maybe they were up there mm, having sex. Maybe that's their thing. Like, they go to estate sales, they have sex. I they were like 60. They were like 60 years old. Freak. That is some freak yeah, shit. That would be a, yeah, they, that would be a good guilty pleasure <laughs> if they were on ABU. Where would be Mount Rushmore number easy 1-1. Like, I like to go into other people's houses and have sex in their bed at estate sales. You're like, whoa! Yeah, that's I'm just talking about DoorDash popcorn here. Just took it to a whole new level. <laughs> all right what else yeah. we got Jill? i know you got i know you got to keep them coming no that i mean like i can sit here and come up with them for sure but that's like pretty much that's the main one what about reed smith is he in, is he on that list <laughs> under my list of pet peeves yes <laughs> <laughs> only sometimes no 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 honestly um no reed's amazing like uh i feel like he, he also is like pretty aware in the sense of like if you're like yo don't do that he's kind of like oh my bad like he's pretty like he's not a baby about it Raised well, I guess. Raised well. Oh, he, Reed is raised really well. Love his parents. Great sister. Great family. So, shout out to Smiths. They're great. Smiths. And also shout out my family because if I say that and I don't say my family, my parents will have my neck. So, <laughs> love you, mom and dad. <laughs> amazing. That was amazing. All right. Well, I think that's been pretty much it. You got any closing thoughts, Jill, before we wrap this thing up? Thank for thank you to everybody to listen to this thing. Yeah, thank you for fun. listening. Thank you for having me. That was really fun. Um no, I'm excited to see what else you guys do. You Thanks. guys have been crushing it. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for bearing with us with yeah, the no worries, uh, no technical worries. difficulties. Yeah, and, and seriously, to everybody listening, thanks. It means a lot. Um, and a couple things. We're gonna. This is an impromptu thing we're gonna do right now. But uh, for any new Patreon members that sign up, um, 
A couple of them will randomly get a signed Jill uh, Slush Magazine cover. We got a couple of them here, so we'll throw them into new Patreon members. We appreciate you guys supporting us. We appreciate all you listeners. We appreciate all you guys. So thank you, and uh, we will have an episode coming at you on Wednesday, as always. Cool. Thanks, guys. You are listening to All Who dare?